Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Eight. Sheriff Eric Sampson joins us now. Full uniform. This is the first time I've been in full uniform coming in here. I feel much safer now. Well, Sheriff, I, how are you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I was preparing for... Uh... Bonnie's photo op. So, ah, uh, okay. I think the uniform would be a little bit different. That's it's, it's classy. That's good. It's way to way to keep it there. That's nice. That's good stuff. So here we go, talking about quite a few things as always, and uh, we'll start off with uh, we had uh, Senator Libby on yesterday talking about uh, jails and whether they should be funded one way, funded the other way, and and all sorts of fun stuff there. What's going on with that? What's the latest you're hearing? Well, the latest I'm hearing is there's a lot of. Uh, alternatives and amendments offered to the original LD, which was LD 186. Um, if you remember, I know we've talked about it before. The governor wants one way or the other, either the state or uh, the counties uh, run the operation and fund it wholly. Uh, currently, we're under the Board of Corrections, as Senator Libby mentioned yesterday, and it was a consolidated effort with funding provided from the state for jail costs that's gone on for approximately six or seven years. They're trying to do away with that system. Well, Andrew Scoggin finds themselves uh, with a handful of other jails dependent on the system for funding, roughly $2 million to date. Uh, to just do away with the system would either say, uh, you know, the county owns it and there's a $2 million ta uh, price tag to the property taxpayers or significant cuts in the operation have to be made. Um, either, either option is unacceptable. When you look at some of the amendments proposed, it is uh, what they refer to a soft landing. You get reduced funding every year with the opportunity to adjust um, on the tax base. Again, unacceptable. And sometimes I find myself as Sheriff of Androscoggin in a position saying um, the best managed jail is under the sheriff. Um, I'm arguing for a jail that is currently underfunded, understaffed, over capacity. Uh, and, you know, you look at taking on those issues as well as uh, you know, they currently are today, as well as preparing for what the needs are of the county. Uh, there needs to be some sort of uh, negotiation or some, some sort of fairness with this legislation that addresses everybody's concerns. Again, there's some counties, as Senator Libby mentioned yesterday, that uh, stand to gain significant financially as um, we currently have 36 uh, inmates at other facilities. And under the system, there's no boarding fees to that. Well, under any funding formula, if you take 36 inmates and pay out 50 to $115 a day for each individual, that's a significant price tag that would be put on Androscoggin County's operation. Um, and, and those are some of the rates that have been talked about. So it's very concerning. Um, we're on the stretch run here. And, um, you know, I think they're considering all alternatives. I will tell you, your local delegation, I've met with many of them in group settings. We've, we've gone back and forth as well as the county commissioners. I think our local delegation has a good grasp of the effect of whatever decisions made um, with Andrew Scott and County. Um, happy with their part participation and their interest. Um, it is a big ticket item and it has consequences either way. Coming up, we're going to talk about the civil division. There was a property auction article in yesterday's paper we're going to talk about 
And we'll also be talking about communicating and dispatch, we'll talk about local department activities, uh, recognitions and things of that nature as well, and what's upcoming with the Sheriff's Department. We're talking with Sheriff Eric Sampson. He's in for his bi-monthly visit. It's 8-11. It's 66 degrees. I should make that 8-12. You're listening to Z1055. We're live on the corner of Center and Bradman on a Tuesday morning. The new Z1055. New music. New music. Z. The new Z1055. It is 8-18 and 65 degrees. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in talking about all the things going on here, Androscoggin County-wise. So we'll continue on here. Uh, let's go over to the Civil Division. We haven't really had a chance to talk much about this in your in your previous uh, previous visits. There was a yesterday. There was an article yesterday about a property auction happening. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know that that's one of the divisions that uh, I met with the department head, uh, Sergeant Dale Fifield, right in the beginning. And I'm thinking, you know, you're a smoothly running wheel here. Um, let me know if you need anything. I'll get you what you need, and uh, we'll just keep the communication line open because they they, they do so well. Um, basically that property auction thing, I read the article and, uh, we hadn't done one in years. Well, come to find out we had a posting yesterday, uh, for a property as well. It's something new. Um, it's something obviously we're going to have to get a lot of information of, but civil is one of those divisions that I'm trying to learn as I go, uh, working with the supervisor and the guys in that division. It's only a three man unit right now and they serve, uh, civil process paperwork for, you know, divorces, financial issues, uh, a lot from attorneys, firms, and banks. And um, what's unique about the civil division is they generate revenue for the service they offer and it offsets the tax base. So we're always looking to increase our customer base, uh, provide services to a larger venue um, because it's, it directly impacts your taxes. The more clients we can serve papers for, whether it's legal firms or financial institutions, the less of a tax burden there is. And uh, to this point, uh, the civil division is basically revenue neutral when it comes to that. The revenue that comes in supports the employee expense for the most part. So it's a unique opportunity. It's something that we're going to, as time goes on, and now that we're getting settled in, we're going to look to promote and see what we can do more, um, whether it's meeting with you know boards or legal form or, or connecting more with the community to let them know we're out there with that service. Um, I think it's hugely beneficial to the property taxpayers is if it generates revenue, it'll be a direct savings for those, you know, property tax relief. Let's talk a little bit now about communicating and dispatch campaign goals and any updates. Yeah, um, one of my big uh, issues during my campaign was um, over the years, our communications division had lost some of our customers. And I was really concerned as to why or what we could do to get them back. And um, again, now that we're getting settled in and I've met with the engineers as far as communications go and some of the providers with some of our issues in dispatch, some of our availability. Um, and I've had some inquiries from uh, departments locally, whether fire or police, about where we're going with dispatch. What's my commitment for service? Um, it's opened up opportunities to meet with department heads and city man or town managers um, to say, here's what we're looking at, here's what we're willing to offer. And the county commissioners uh, structured a fee schedule a little, well, it looks like a, at least two years ago, um, to let people know out of the gate, here's what you know the expense would be for service for fire or police. Uh, and generating that revenue, again, would help offset the tax base, uh, the property tax issues, um, to support our communications network. So a lot of the times when I'm meeting with these people, I'm thinking, why would you spend dollars for your dispatch services elsewhere when you're contributing to a county tax bill? 
Whereas if you contracted with the county for your dispatch services, the uh, fees you pay would directly impact your property tax by giving you some relief. Uh, you know, keep your money in house. Um, and, and that really resonates well. But at the same time, I've met with engineers, I've met with people we're providing service to, and uh, you know, obviously the employees are hugely involved. I want to offer a good product. Um, I want people to be confident in it. I want to identify the issues, um, their concerns, um, and what their expectation is for service moving forward. Uh, so that way we can offer a great service and again, bring in some revenue to offset the tax expenses and support the infrastructure needs and um, uh, some of the things we're looking at with the engineers. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. He's in for his bi-monthly visit, getting us all caught up on all things law enforcement and local county and all sorts of fun stuff. His stuff. He's in uniform, so don't try anything with the studio today. It's 823 and 65 degrees. We'll have more coming up here on the Z. Lori Duplessis of Auburn has been going... Five. Didn't think Need to Breathe would be a band name. I thought that would be more of a song, but what the hell do I know? 66 degrees, Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. Just got his picture taken for the website, which you can see later at Z1055.com. He approved the photo, by the way. He refused to wear his hat, though. So just FYI, in case you were wondering about that sort of thing. Anyways, local department activities. Um, I, I know there's been a lot of drug take back stuff. Uh, you got some results from that. Uh, the touch a truck thing just happened recently. And uh, Poland Heritage Days as well coming up. So we'll talk about all that right now. Yeah, um, you know. I'm trying to get more people involved in the department. More people makes for lighter work. Um, and also these, you know, co-workers, employees, they get a chance to be recognized and participate in community events. And I think it's very important to connect, to connect with the communities um, and participate in fundraising activities or public safety issues like the drug take back. I think um, that was for our first go around coordinating the effort locally with Healthy Andrew Scoggin and all the departments. Um, locally, we took in approximately 2,500 unused or expired medications, 2,500 pounds, I'm sorry, uh, which is the statewide, it was the second highest total um, in history of the drug take back that we know of. Uh, Captain Ray LaFrance uh, regularly has participated in the United Way, Androscoggin County um, Touch Truck event over at CMCC, and he did that along with uh, several other employees, Corporal Jeff Carr and Officer Nate Duguay, uh, and some of our um, part-timers, uh, Barry and Sandy Morris. So that was good to connect with community. Um, coming up, we've got the uh, Poland Heritage Days. I was asked to, well, actually what was said at the budget town meeting is, hey, I can make a lot of money off you. Um, and I said, well, Sat, can you sit in the dunk tank at Poland Heritage Days? <laughs> and I said, oh, you'll make a lot of money as soon as my wife finds out. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, wives are like that. They keep us humble. Um, right, yes. I only had one request, and that was that I went a little bit early so I could get out in time to buy some burgers from the fire department because uh, they usually put on quite a spread there. But uh, things like that, connecting with the community, offering what you got, participating. Um, sheriff's departments across the state participate in uh, Camp Postcard, an effort coordinated with Volunteers of America. Uh, Camp Postcard, an event where we all employ, uh, we designate staff or offer staff volunteers to go uh, be camp counselors, kind of chaperone, keep the kids busy with activities. And it's for children that wouldn't normally have the opportunity to go to a summer camp, uh, to participate in such an event. So it's good that the Sheriff's Association is allowed to sponsor the program, participate in it, um, provide what they need, help with fundraising for meals and other activities. Uh, we all send staff, some spend the night, some is just for day shows like with canine exhibitions and things like that. 
So, you know, that, that's really something good. And it's things like that that you want to get involved with. You form those relationships with law enforcement and community um, that, that helps out later on. Um, and also provides these children with an opportunity to do something they may not otherwise have the opportunity to do, which is go to summer camp for a week. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. We'll have more with him coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club. It's 842 and 66 degrees here on Z1055. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks. <laughs> Z1055. I'm sure that didn't get out over the air. I'm positive it didn't. Anyways. At least it wasn't me. It wasn't you. It was not me. Sheriff Sampson. No, it was not. <laughs> Sheriff Eric Sampson joins us now. Final segment. Dunk Tank coming up for him if you're looking to get him in, in some more. When is that happening, by the way? Is that coming right up? Uh, it happens at the Poland Spring Inn, and I can't remember the date off the top of my head. June 23rd, 26th, somewhere around there. Uh, again, we were talking during the budget hearing for the town of Poland. So uh, uh, so look for Poland Heritage Days, and it will be your chance to get the sheriff in the dunk tank. So yeah. just I want to make sure that I re-advertise that for folks in case they missed it just a minute ago. Yeah. I always like to hit on the important points in the final segment, Sheriff. That's mm-hmm. just how it works. What's uh, What else is upcoming? Um, well... Upcoming, we've got budget preparations. I've met with the county commissioners uh, recently uh, or actually listened in on one of their workshops and they were starting to structure. So I'm getting timelines. What's good is, as I mentioned before, I've been starting to and I plan on doing it more. So if I haven't met your town manager yet, I will. Um, I'm starting to meet with town managers and department heads to see what they're looking at. It helps, you know, formulate the budget um, as well as staff. We're having staff meetings coming up and obviously the county commissioners. I think it works smoother if everybody you know has some say in it you build a better product and you're not asking for things or offering services that people don't want so i think participation is key um you know coming up we've got a lot of summertime traffic issues like we've been talking about and there's going to be a lot of community events uh you know remember don't lock your pets in the car uh that's an important one um but while i'm here and uh, the timing seems right we got one important event coming up this sunday which is mother's day Uh, And I think oftentimes we don't have the chance to recognize our mothers. And uh, I'd like to give a little shout out to my mom. Uh, Through her example, uh, she's, I think, instilled in my brother and I, my brother being her favorite son, uh, you know, to work hard, go after your goals and and never give up. Uh, Don't take the easy path. Be committed to what you want to do. And, you know, good things will happen. I think hard work pays off. And um, my mother uh, did that throughout her life, still continues to. And I think that's... uh, was a great example to my brother and I, and it's given us some really good opportunities, such as the honor of uh, serving as Andrew Scott County Sheriff for me. And my brother was recently promoted through Rainbow Federal Credit Union. I'm sure there'll be public announcements coming out now. I'd like to congratulate him. But I think uh, a lot comes back on an upbringing and how hard our parents pushed us, specifically my mother at this time. And uh, I'd like to wish her a happy Mother's Day, even if uh, I'm her second favorite son. That, that, that's okay. Well, at least you can admit that. Yeah. I mean, that's good. It, that's really the first step in, in these situations is, is knowing that. And so. I don't hold it against her. You right. Know, I yeah. will still send her flowers. Well, that's and nice. Ask her for money when I need it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know why he's the second favorite son. Yes. Sheriff Eric Sampson is in. He's kept us up to date on... Uh, legislation and funding and training in the jails. Actually, we didn't really hit on the training portion all that much, if you want to go over that real quick. Yeah, you know, recently we've had a lot of members of the department um, in their fields, uh, you know, participate in training and also receive some awards. Uh, We had three people, um, uh, three patrolmen participate in the NAMI um, crisis intervention program training, which was week long. Uh, They successfully completed. That's good. Another tool for their belt, another uh, accomplishment for the department as there is legislation being proposed to make it mandatory. So it'll keep us ahead of the curve there. Um, 
the chief deputy and myself recently attended um, the new sheriffs and new chiefs of police seminar at the Maine Criminal Justice Academy. And uh, a lot of information there about freedom of information, policies and procedures, freedom of information, liabilities, freedom of... No. Uh, it, it was a good seminar. Uh, it allowed us all to... Uh, exchange ideas and experiences in the field. Uh, we had a lot of good presenters, some of which were, you know, your local police chief, Phil Kroll, and uh, Michael Buzier. Um, so it just goes, it, it, it reflects well on the community when you see um, some of your instructors or participants uh, are local leaders. I think that's good for the community. I think it builds confidence in our area, but the training was very good, very worthwhile, and I'm sure it'll be helpful throughout my career. Sheriff Eric Sampson? Thank you very much for joining us as always, Sheriff. Appreciate it. He comes in for his bi-monthly visit. Well, bi-monthly. You can keep track of that at our website at Z1055.com. You can listen to the audio archives. We'll have more of The Breakfast Club coming up. We're live till 10 a.m. here on The Z. The Breakfast Club. This is your sports flash for Tuesday, May 5th. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.